Oh, I got a call from the local university. I said, Ollie, someone has defaced one of our statues. We need you to figure out who and ideally track down the missing part. Well, I said, whoa, okay. Um, yeah, I can, I, can be, I can be there in about half an hour. I've got my afternoon free. I said, great, great. I'll meet you at the library. My name is Mitch. I'm uh, in charge of this statue collection, among other things. So I met Mitch there at the library. Yeah, thank you for coming so quickly, Ollie. Uh, we just noticed the vandalism. Um, and we're not sure when it happened. Uh, if you come with me, I'll show you. And they walked down to, there's this kind of hillside. Nice spot. There's a statue there of one of the early professors. He was the first head of the English department. Stop fidgeting right now. So yeah, Mitch said, yeah, so here it is. And it's a great spot, right? I mean, people will come here and have picnic lunches. We have barbecues here sometimes. And it's kind of a, it's a cool statue also. Like the artistry of it is really nice. And so a lot of times people will come here for photos and stuff. And I got a call this morning, early this morning, maybe, I don't know, 8 a.m. or so. One of the professors from the English department came here to have his morning coffee. And he looked up and he saw that the ear was broken off. And I looked up and indeed the left ear on the statue was snapped off. It was a bronze statue, but they'd managed to really wrench it, apparently, get it to snap. I said, huh. And you need to figure out what are you trying to find out exactly? Well, we'd like to know who did it, and if possible, we'd like to recover the piece, because I feel confident we can find an artist or something to repair it, but it'd be a lot easier if we, if we had the piece. They could just kind of weld it back on, I would think. I said, well, I don't know much about bronze welding, but I can see what I can figure out. I've got a few ideas. So I took down some information about the statue, you know, when it was made and who paid for it and all that kind of a thing, when it was installed. And he took some good photos of the sculpture as it was now. And he also got some historical information about, you know, the person that it was a statue of. And with all these things, he went home to his computer. He started searching. He started off searching on Twitter using hashtags about the sculpture, about the school. And he collected a bunch of photographs where people were, as the guy had said, taking photographs with the sculpture. And stop, Elsa. Don't do it another time. Like, they said, it, like the guy said, it, it was pretty common when people came to visit the campus or whatever. They would take a picture of it. Or it was, kind of a, it was kind of a thing. And so they collected maybe 30 photographs that people had taken recently with the sculpture. And he put them in a big file together with their, um, 
you know, who had posted it and when they'd posted it. And then he sorted that file, that spreadsheet, I should say, by the dates. And then he looked very carefully. And looking at that, as carefully as he could, looked at the photos, he saw that at about three weeks ago, the photos started to show the missing ear. Before three weeks ago, there was a pause. There hadn't been anybody taking a photo for about a week and a half. But the first photo before that three-week-ago mark, all I could clearly see the ear. And then in that next photo, the ear was gone. And then all the later photos than that, the ear was gone, and all the photos earlier than that was gone. So with that, all I narrowed down this week-and-a-half window of that's when whatever happened must have happened. And he wrote down the name, well, I mean, it's in this file, but he highlighted the name and the contact information for the person that had taken that last photo with the ear still intact. But he thought he'd come back to that later. Then he did some searching around about the history. And he searched around on the internet and on social media for some of the key words about this person. You know, English department. Johns Hopkins English history. The person's name. All that kind of a thing. Looking for anything that somebody had written or posted or whatever in that week and a half window. But unfortunately that didn't turn up any results. So he kept looking, and he kept looking, and he thought, wait a second, what about the weather? And he looked at the weather in that week and a half window, and it had been pretty normal for the fall. There had been a rainstorm, several hot days, a couple of days that really turned pretty cold and got down to like 40 degrees at night. But nothing, nothing real ironclad. He looked at all of his photos and his weather patterns and thought, huh, feels like something's still missing here. Well, obviously the answer of who broke it is still missing here. But what else could I be looking for? As he was floating, floating around on Twitter looking for it, he saw a hashtag that made him stop. It's just hashtag fail. He thought about it. He thought about it. He thought, well, just on happenstance. And he searched for a climb, fail, and Hopkins. I started to look. And there wasn't much on there, but then... He was just about to give up. He saw something. It was a grainy video. Not for many people who liked it or paid attention to it because the video quality wasn't very good. But it said, hashtag Hopkins, hashtag climb fail, hashtag fail. And it showed a video that I was pretty sure it was a nighttime video, so it's a little hard to see, but it looked like the same hillside. It was somebody climbing up 
something that's about the right size of the statue. Getting up to the top, and there's a loud tink. And the person fell all the way down to the ground. And you can see which way that they fell. Then there's a little bit, at the end of the video, there's a little bit more light. And you could see that they were facing, that it was the statue. And that it was now, that the, the person had fallen off of the backside of the statue. So all they went back over to the statue and he started looking around. But the grass had grown over, it had been several weeks over. And he thought, hmm. And he thought about it. And then he went to the hardware store. A couple of hardware stores, until he found one that could rent him a metal detector. And he brought it back over there, and he started sweeping and looking. Looking in the grass. Looking all around. And he was just about to give up, and he heard the that meant he'd found something. He wasn't quite worried he was expecting it. It was more back toward the center of the sculpture. But nonetheless, it was a good solid metal reading. So he started pulling the grass aside and digging into the dirt. He'd also gotten a little trowel. Just digging around in there until he found. And he heard a clink. His trowel hit something. He pulled it up, and there it was, an ear, a bronze ear. Unmistakable. Well, he cleaned it off as best as he could and climbed up the statue himself to see if it fit. It fit pretty well. It was a little bit bent, but it fit. So he'd recovered the ear, but there was something else that I thought he might be able to do. He climbed up there. He held the ear, and he held it close to, but not quite on, the space where it was supposed to go. He took a photo with his phone. And then he sent a message to the person that had taken the first climbing video. And he said, hey, I know who you are. Fess up, or I'll have to turn you in. He's trying to scare the person into admitting that they had broken the ear. Having that done, he went and went back to the to Mitch, the, the guy in charge of the sculptures. And he came into the office and Mitch said, oh, Ollie, good to see you. Have you had any luck? It's been a couple days. Well, I said, well, I have. And he put the ear right on the desk. Clunk. Mitch said, you found it. You found the, how did you find the ear? Well, I said, well, he told about the video and the metal detector. He said, he's been buried there? It's been there next to the statue the whole time? I said, yeah, but if you look at it, look, it's kind of pointy. I bet it fell. And the guy fell. And stuck right into the dirt. And then one or two people walked by and stepped on it, and it poked right into the dirt. I bet it disappeared into the dirt within a day of the incident. Probably the person that broke it off didn't even know that they'd broken off a piece. I bet they ran off. I said, ah, man, I wish we could catch this person. You know, I don't know what we'd do exactly, but... Yeah. Some justice for the poor English professor. Right about then, Ollie heard a little blink on his phone. He said, pardon me for one second. He looked at it. 
And there was a message from the person that posted the video. He said, no, man, don't turn me in, man. I can't afford to get in trouble again. It wasn't me. It was, it was Clive Nelson. He's a student there at Hopkins. I, I, I don't even want to get involved. But you talk to Clive, and it was him. He was the climber. He's the guy that climbed up the statue. Just don't tell him I was involved. And I laughed. I said, well, Mitch, I've got a lead for you there, but I think I'm going to have to leave that one with you because apparently the person that climbed up and broke the ear is a student here. I said, ugh, yeah, all right. Yeah, just give me the name, and I'll bring it to the dean of students. Hopefully I don't have to do it either. But thank you. You've recovered the ear. I'm pretty sure we can get somebody to fix it now. And old Professor Winkenhauser will be back to his former glory. And that was the case of Ollie and the ear that fell off.